Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep! P-E-P, Pep! Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman! Today, as the agents of hate claim another victory in their campaign of terror, Superman, shocked and angered, realizes he must find some swift means of stemming the evil tide. You know, old man's son sure is hep when it comes to giving your day a cheerful send-off. And if you are hep to pep, the sunshine cereal, your breakfast gives you a head start on a terrific day. Yes, sir, Kellogg's Pep sure is on the sunbeam when it comes to really smooth eating. Looks swell in the first place, those crisp, tender whole wheat flakes all toasted and golden, and how Pep does give a lift to your appetite. You see, Kellogg's Pep is loaded with sunshine flavor, a rich, full wheat flavor that has come on in every spoonful. There's crisp tenderness, too. Every crunchy flake is a slick treat in itself. Makes you want to dig right in and polish the bowl clean as a whistle. And that's the right idea these days, you know. It's mighty important to get the good out of every bit of your breakfast dish of Kellogg's Pep. Because it's good for you. And because Pep is made from whole wheat, one of the cereal grains that have been picked out to give that swell grain nourishment to fellows and girls overseas. So, gang, this is no time to waste cereal. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make yourself a committee of one to help guard against waste. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully. And polish off every bit you pour out. Pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Remember, gang, eat all your pep. Don't waste it. And now, the adventures of Superman. In an effort to prevent the building of a community clubhouse and gymnasium whose doors would be open to all youngsters, regardless of race, religion, or color, an unknown group of hate mongers, led by a man who speaks only from behind a black velvet curtain, has started a campaign of terror and violence in the city of Metropolis. Thus far, a block of stores was burned to the ground, a little Irish newsboy beaten almost to death. And as we learned in our last episode, a Jewish rabbi was stabbed during an attack on his temple. To learn the identity of the man responsible, Jimmy Olsen is masquerading as a young tough and has joined a gang led by a boy known as Muggs, and it does the dirty work for the hate mongers. As we continue now, it is the morning following the attack on Rabbi Stone. Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen are in the office of Inspector Henderson at police headquarters. Henderson is speaking. I've had enough of this, Kent. But, Inspector... I'm not going to sit by and let those hoodlums run riot. But, Inspector... You, you look saw at... the report from the hospital? No. Another fraction of an inch and that knife wound the rabbi got would have killed him. Right. Well, fortunately, it didn't. He's going to be all right. That doesn't alter the fact that those two-room bums committed a crime. But I still... Assault and battery with a lethal weapon. Why, I could send them up for ten years. Sure, sure. And what good would it do? What good? 
society would be rid of them for a while. Fine. And within 24 hours, others would take their place. Well, that's a fine way to talk. Well, it's true. I suppose the court should never sentence anyone for committing a crime oh. because someone else is going to commit another crime in his place. Well, Mr. Kent didn't mean that. Did anyone ask you, Olson? Well, Jim's no, right. I... You know I didn't mean it that way. This is a special situation. Those boys aren't doing these things on their own. They're being ordered and directed. Now, we've got to get at the root of this evil. And the root is the man Jimmy talked to, the man who hides behind a black curtain. All right, let's get him. What are we waiting for? Haven't anything on him yet. But we will have within 24 hours. I'm not waiting 24 hours. Now, look. I agreed to go along with you when they set fire to those stores and almost killed the O'Neill kids. But enough is enough. Do you realize what the papers would do to me if they if they got hold of this? The papers have all been contacted by Perry White. They agreed to lay low, not to publish anything until we had a chance to thoroughly test our plan. And now we have that chance. Oh, yeah? Yes. Jimmy here has been given a direct assignment by the man we're after. He's going through the motions just to be able to get something on our black curtain friend. Once that's done, we'll have Jimmy's evidence and we can nab him and send him away for life. Well, how do I know this is going to come off the way you tell it? I promise you it will. Just give me another 24 hours. That's all I ask. Oh, please, Inspector. All right. 24 hours. Good. But not a split second more, and that's fine. Oh, gee, thanks, Inspector. And you be careful, you little whippersnapper. I don't want you getting into trouble. Oh, don't worry about me. I've got Superman right beside me. Sure words were never spoken, Jim. Well, we better get going. We've got plenty to do before we... Oh, go ahead, Inspector. Take it. Thanks. Anderson speaking. Who? Yes, he's here. Just a minute. For you, Ken. Oh, the office? I didn't ask. I'm not a telephone operator. Sorry. Here. Thanks. Hello. Yes, this is Clark Kent. Oh, hello, Father Sheehan. Yes, he's going to be all right. I should say it was lucky. What was that? When, this morning? Same kind, eh? Yes, I'll tell Inspector Henderson about it. He'll probably want to have the church policed. I certainly will. Thank you for calling, Father. Right. Goodbye. Now what? Dr. Leeds of the Methodist Church, he's a member of the Unity House Committee, too, got a threatening letter this morning. The same sort of a letter Rabbi Stone received yesterday. Kent, we've got to put a stop to this. Exactly what we're trying to do. But nothing's happening. He gave me 24 hours, remember? Well, I'm not so sure I want to now. Why? First a druggist, then a newsboy, then a rabbi, and now a minister. Now, wait a minute, we mustn't lose our heads. That's exactly what they're hoping for. They'd like us to fight one another. I still say this needs action. We're going to get action, or my name isn't Sue Clark Kent. In the meantime, I suggest you throw a police guard around Dr. Leeds' church. I know what to do. It's just a suggestion. For you, Jim, I'm afraid we'll have to change our plans. We've got to find out, if we can, what form of violence they intend using on Dr. Leeds. Oh, how can we find out? I don't know. I guess you'll just have to go back to the pool room and contact Muggs. But, but coming over here this morning, you said you didn't want me to see Muggs again. I know. Because there was a chance he suspected I'd tipped you off about the raid on Rabbi Stone's temple. That's right, but we can't help ourselves now. We've got to know when and where and how they plan to strike. See, they may not go after the church at all. He may attack Dr. Leeds himself. But what if Muggs does suspect me? We had it all figured out. I was to go through the motions of doing the job at the art gallery. So if he was suspicious, he wouldn't be anymore. Now if I go to the pool room, I may be in trouble. That's right, Jim, but it's a chance you'll have to take. Now, wait a minute, Kent. You can't send him over there and let him stick his neck out. Don't worry about it, Inspector. Jim's going to a story that'll make them sit up and take notice. What do you mean, Mr. Kent? Just this. Up to now, you've been spying on them for us. Now you're going to spy on us for them. Around. He's in the back room with Lefty. Okay, thanks. Hi, Muggs. Hi, Lefty. Oh, it's you, Walt. Come on in. Got something to tell you, Muggs. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It better be good. 
I'm not a mug, you swore me. Go ahead. What do you got to tell me? You had a slip of knife to a guy at the temple last night, didn't you? I do know. Who told you? Nobody told me. I do know. Well, give me a chance and I'll tell you. Go ahead, spill it. All right. I was sitting in the drugstore where you guys left me when I got that stomach ache and they brought in a guy half dead. I heard them talking and they said he got knifed in the Jewish temple. So I figured you guys did it. What'd they say? They say anything about descriptions? No, the guy that got knifed after a while he come to. Cop asked him if he could describe the guy that did it and he said no. Ah, you see, Lefty, what I tell you. Olsen, you're a lifesaver. Lefty's been sitting here beating his brains out, figuring a bulls was going to nab him. Oh. Lefty done a knifing? Yeah, he had it. The guy was laying for us. No kidding? Yeah. I figured maybe some wise guy tipped him off, or maybe he was just there. Anyway, as long as he couldn't give the cops no descriptions, we were okay. Yeah. Didn't bust up the place then? Nah, but Lefty sure put a lot of knife in that guy. You know who it was? Who? The rabbi. How do you know? Guys that carried him in the drugstore said it was him. I thought you knew it. Uh, we didn't know from nothing. All we knew was the guy was throwing a lot of punches and throwing them fast. I had to tell Lefty to slip into shift. Boy, are we lucky. Couldn't give no descriptions. Yeah, we sure are. What's the next job, Muggs? Who says we got a job? Huh? Just asking. I kind of figure I got to make up for fading out on you guys last night. I'm sure you I can pull jobs, too. Yeah? Yeah, sure. Know anything about uh, car engines? Automobiles? Yeah. Oh, sure. I worked in a garage once. Remember I told you, in Philly. Oh, yeah, that's right. Did you ever rig a torpedo? A what? A torpedo. You hook it up to the engine, when a guy starts his car, it uh, blows up. Is that what you're going to do? Yeah. You want to help? Sure. Okay, Lefty here ain't feeling so good. You can take his place. Whose car are we going to work on? You'll see when we get there. When are we doing it? Tonight. And this time we ain't running into no trouble. This time, the job's going to get pulled right. We'll be back in a moment for the tense climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, there are so many keen ways of serving up Kellogg's Pep for breakfast that, well, maybe you haven't tried them all. Of course, Pep with milk and sugar makes a terrific dish. But for a little extra zip, try a Pep Banana Split. That's this week's Pep Dish of the Week, and it's a honey. Here's how it's made. Sprinkle a layer of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, in the bottom of your bowl. Top with half a banana that's been split down the middle, then more Pep and the rest of the banana. Add milk and sugar, and then pitch into your Pep Banana Split, a mighty slick combination. Mm-mm. What those crisp flakes of Kellogg's Pep do for that banana? Yes, sir, Pep sunshine flavor and golden toasted goodness sure do rise and shine. Why, each spoonful teases for another until, first thing you know, you're finishing off the last smooth spoonful in your bowl. And a good thing that is, because this dish is good for you. What's more, it's off the beam to waste cereal nowadays when we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls across the seas. Keep that in mind, gang, when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. Make it your job to see that it's not wasted. Handle the package carefully if you pour your own Pep and polish off every bit you pour out. All sure to eat all your pep. Don't waste it. Returning to Clark Kent's apartment from the pool room, Jimmy Olsen reports what he has learned through the Daily Planet reporter, who, as we know, is Superman. And that's all Muggs told me, Mr. Kent. I'm supposed to meet him at the pool room about 8 o'clock tonight. Mm-hmm. They're going to attach a bomb to the ignition system of a car, is that it? Yeah, he called it a torpedo. He didn't say whose car. No, but if the Methodist minister got the warning letter, I guess it must be his car. Yeah, probably. I better call him. What time is it, Jim? Uh, almost noon. Well, he'll be at home, I guess. I've got his number here in my book somewhere. 
see. Oh, here we are. Dr. Charles Leeds, Metropolis 8532. Oh, what are you going to tell him? Not to use his car. Oh. You're to meet at the pool room at 8. Uh-huh. That gives us plenty of time to have a talk with Inspector Henderson and make sure... Hello, Dr. Leeds. Oh, this is Clark Kent of the Daily Planet. Yeah, well, the reason I called, Doctor, was to ask you whether you had any intentions of using your car tonight. What was that? Oh, I see. Well, that's very interesting. I... No, no, nothing particular. Yes, I will, Doctor. Yes, at the first opportunity. Thanks a lot. Goodbye. Jim. We're in trouble. Trouble? Dr. Leeds doesn't own a car. For a moment, Kent's statement fails to register on Jimmy. Then, as it penetrates, the young reporter's expression is one of bewilderment. If it isn't Dr. Leeds, the one who received the threatening letter, who is the next unknowing victim of the hate mongers? Gang, you're in for a surprise tomorrow, as Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen almost missed the boat in a thrill-packed episode entitled... Death on Wheels. So don't fail to listen. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pet, the sunshine cereal. Say, how about being a pal to your dog like he is to you? Sure, do him a good turn. Treat him to Kellogg's Grow-Pup Dog Food. Why, it beats all how many dogs give Grow-Pup the glad eye. It's the full of meaty flavor, and there are three different kinds to pick from. There's Grow-Pup Ribbon, Grow-Pup Meal, and Grow-Pup Pellets. You can give your dog the kind he likes best because they all have what it takes to help keep him right on the beam. For lots of muscle, for strong bones and teeth, Ask Mother to base your dog's diet on Kellogg's Grow Pup every day. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.